0: Here's the New Cold War podcast with Edward Lucas. In countries that remember the communist war in history, many find recent events in Istanbul painful and disturbing. That was the topic of my weekly column for Europe's Edge on the SIPA website in July 2020. Hagia Sophia, once the largest church in the world, is to become a mosque. The move by the Turkish leader Recep Tayyip Erdogan reverses a decision made in 1931 by the country's founding father, Mustafa Kemal Atatürk, to turn the sacred space, a mosque since the fall of Constantinople, into a secular museum. The switch has prompted grief among Christians and protests among those who cherish Turkey's tattered tradition of secular tolerance. Istanbul is not short of mosques, The building's haunting beauty unites Catholic, Orthodox and Muslim believers and devout sceptics in shared appreciation of a common heritage. The status bestowed on the building by Atatürk also serves as a rebuke to those wishing to fan old flames of hatred. Now it's become a flashpoint for resentment. Any short-term political dividend for President Erdogan among his fervently pious supporters is likely to be outweighed by the long-term damage to Turkey's reputation. But the decision also has unpleasant echoes for anyone with memories of the totalitarian eras in Eastern Europe. Nazi occupiers changed street names one way. Hello, Hitlerstrasse. Soviet occupiers often changed them back again. Lenin Prospekt. Cities and regions got new names too. Saritsyn became Stalingrad, became Volgograd. The aim was to entrench the new order and its achievements into the public consciousness while simultaneously erasing memories of the past. The Kremlin was particularly obsessed with memories of the pre-war bourgeois nationalist era, as it was called, in the countries occupied after 1945. A world without Soviet rule was to become not just despised and distant, but increasingly unimaginable. Books vanished from libraries, cemeteries, warm walls and places of worship. Were demolished or converted. Since 1989, the tide has turned. Soviet-era names and statues have been removed as hated symbols of foreign occupation. Some have been consigned to theme parks or museums. A handful stays in place on grounds of artistic merit. Some new names have been added. "Islandios Gatve in Vilnius honors Iceland. In February 1991, the small Nordic country bravely recognized Lithuania's restoration of independence. The rest of the world preferred not to risk Soviet ire. The city of Prague has renamed the street outside the Russian embassy, Boris Nemtsov Square, to honour the murdered opposition politician. These are moves by the weak, taken in defiance of the strong. Amid the first breaths of freedom, the ex-captive nations wanted their history back, even though they were, and are, scared of Russia's potential to make mischief and exert pressure. Symbolic defiance makes everyone feel a bit braver, which is why those who find the Chinese Communist Party daunting should also seek safety in numbers. See you on Tibet Street. Erdogan's cynically triumphalist decision on Hagia Sophia is the other way round. The strong exerting power over the weak. The remnants of the Orthodox Church in Turkey count for nothing politically at home, and any foreign support for them underlines the Turkish leader's narrative of a country encircled by meddling and malevolent outside forces. Nor has Erdogan anything to lose by attacking Azturk's legacy. Turkey's once mighty secularist establishment is in ruins. Sometimes victors really do get to rewrite history and redraw the map. Hard-pressed cultures, languages and traditions past the point of no return. Who now remembers the old Prussians, cousins of today's Lithuanians? Their fate was not only to vanish, but to have even their name appropriated by their German conquerors. But a supremacist approach to cultural control betrays weakness. A Confident, resilient political leadership does not feel the need to micromanage every detail of history and geography. It prizes truth over dogma and makes an effort to accommodate people of different traditions and outlooks. Hagia Sophia will dominate Istanbul's skyline and its history, long after Erdogan's fragile ego and overweening ambition are buried in the past. This is Edward Lucas with the new Cold War podcast. You can find more about me, my books and other publications at edwardlucas.com or follow me on Twitter at edwardlucas. This has been a Homegrown Media production. For more on the new Cold War, please visit edwardlucas.com.